0: Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm happy to have Julia Townsend on the show. She's one of our Reboot Insiders Club uh, subscribers. I was going to get to know her in this little video chat, uh, podcast, and also give her some business advice related to the stuff she does. I'm really excited about this one. we had a little prior discussion before we started, and she's got some like unique aspects to what she's doing that I think are going to give some real nuance the way we talk about packaging, uh, marketing, and branding services. Julia, can you give them a little bit of information about you and what you do?
1: Yes, I am a salon owner. I'm a massage therapist as well as a hairstylist.
0: So salon owner, massage therapist, hairstylist, where could they find you?
1: Um, I am at Southern Roots Hair and Massage Boutique in Anderson, Missouri.
0: Missouri. Okay. I was wondering what state you were in. All right. So let me, um, ask you, you know, what do you have questions about? And like, what do you want to go over? Um, I'm going to learn just as much from you as you are from me. Um, I'm not a hairstylist. I think I missed my calling in some ways because, uh, hairstylists chatter and talk. Um, (laughs) I think I would have done a lot for my my, uh, client's emotional well-being while I was doing hair. Um, Yes. But uh, tell me a little bit about what you're having challenges with or what you have questions about.
1: So one question I have is how to transition my massage clients um, that are table clients to um, non-table clients. My other is... um, my schedule very much competes with itself. I'm very busy with both hair and massage, but I really would like to do maybe a little more massage. Okay. I, I still love hair, but I want to kind of target a little more massage clients.
0: So the first thing I'm thinking is, one, I want you to go where your heart is. So okay. it doesn't sound like you hate doing hair. It's just No, I don't. You might want to be more selective about who you keep on as hair clients and work towards who you want to see for massage clients, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um, what I would do is, are you doing any sort of advertising at all?
1: I advertise hair, but I never really knew how to advertise for massage. Um Okay. Like, Because the advertisement I would prefer to do with massage, I want it to include myself and my actual massage clients so they're seeing me, but I don't know how to go about that.
0: Okay. So what you're going to do is this. I don't want you to advertise for hair services. Okay. It sounds like, and you correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you have enough hair clients that you yes. can just... Now, one of the things I talk about with massage therapists I think sometimes they don't understand is people will break up with a massage therapist and go get another massage therapist. But if they break up with their hairdresser, that's like a divorce. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's like once they've, no, you are my hairdresser and I cannot replace you. That's like a horrible, horrible issue. So right. one, I wouldn't advertise. What I would do is just coast on the hair clients you have. Maybe minimize your schedule so they have to book out. And then okay. I want you to put more time and energy in getting the sort of clients you want. One, what I heard was you're trying to transition from the table to the mat. Yes. Okay. So have you taken other mat-based classes with other educators? No. No. Okay. So how long have you been subscribed?
1: Um, a, few months, a few months. But sorry. I have been so busy because my work schedule is so crazy that I haven't dug in real, very well yet i've gotten a few hours in but not a whole lot yet
0: yeah and i purposely designed it so that you'll never watch all 500 hours <laughs> like i mean i want people to watch it but it's a lot of uh, footage it's a lot of content so uh, let me ask you this why are you not sitting back and hiring other people to do the massage and hair work at your
1: facility well honestly i think it's more of just inexperience with that i'm a newer salon owner Okay. So it's kind of scary. I've got two girls that booth rent from me for um, hair, but I'm the only massage therapist. Now, the other aspect is I am in a very small town.
0: Okay. What's the population?
1: The town I work in, about 2,000.
0: Okay. And Um, then how many other massage therapists are there in your area, just generally?
1: there are two or three, okay. maybe yeah. there might be three. Are,
0: are there enough clients? And I'm assuming this is yes, but are there enough clients to keep you busy and keep your income flow where you need it to be?
1: Um, yeah, I'm very like between the two, I'm super busy. Okay. Like I'd stay booked a ways out.
0: So here's, here's what I think. Um, Can you, do you have in your physical facility, because we have physical facility parameters, can you hire more hairdressers in that physical facility? Can you hire another massage therapist as well if you had to?
1: I only have one
0: massage room. Okay. So here's what I would do. One, you have a physical building. I want you to absolutely maximize the profit potential out of that physical facility, even if it's just renting space to more hairdressers. What you're going to be able to do is glean more clients because you're the only massage therapist. You're going to be able to glean clients for massage out of that. Does make sense?
1: Right. Yes. Because it's a
0: different, it's a different service. I don't notice massage therapists and hairdressers having a big, you know, competitive streak with each
1: other. (laughs) No.
0: Very much collaboration. So what that's going to do is you're going to maximize the revenue that you're bringing in so that you have less incentive to do hands-on work unless you want to.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
0: Now, oh, to make this even more fun, you want to advertise to the clients you want to get, you talk about transitioning from the table to the mat. Yes. How has that gone so far? How have the clients responded
1: to that? I haven't given it a try yet. I don't know how to get them. Pretty much all the clients I have with massage have been massage clients of mine for a very long time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, For years. Okay. So. Um, I don't get many new ones because my schedule is so booked.
0: Okay. You don't even have room. So that's why I want you to hire more people, not necessarily for massage, but we need to maximize because you have overhead on this facility. Do you rent or own this facility? I own. Oh, we good. Is the mortgage paid off?
1: No. And oh, I, I just actually that. went through a major flood Ooh, within a okay. yeah. natural disaster. So, um, it's in the process of getting put back together.
0: Okay. Did you have flood
1: insurance? No. Ooh. Okay. No, because it was a hundred year flood zone. Yeah. Uh, Well, whatever. And it's been a crazy, you know, the weather's been crazy. Yeah.
0: It's the joys of of ownership. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So here's, here's what I think. Um, In my experience, it's a little more difficult with long-term clients to like switch out services on. Yes. Here's what I want you to do. Um, and you'll hear this in the vault footage that I put up in their subscribers group. Um, you'll see it in the private Facebook group. Um, right now, w- when you offer your service as a massage therapist, what is the normal time duration?
1: Um, normally 60 minutes to 90 minutes.
0: Do you do 30 minutes as well?
1: I do, but okay. not. I don't like doing 30 minutes. Get rid of it.
0: Take it off your menu. Okay. If somebody fights you and they're in a long-term client, you know, work with them, but like don't, don't yeah. advertise this. Make sense? So yes. do you prefer doing 90 minutes over 60? Definitely. Do, can you go longer than that? Comfortably? Yes. Is that what you want yes. to do? Yes. Good. You're the perfect student.
1: <laughs> yes. Go ahead. I have one client I do two hours on. Yeah. I wish they were all that way.
0: Okay. So here's, here's what I would do. Are there a significant number of people that you see right now who see you for 90 minutes on a table? Um, Or are they mostly seeing you for an hour?
1: Most see me for an hour, but the longer they've been with me, they seem to transition to 90 minutes.
0: Yep. So here's what I would do. Let's just take the hour clients. What do you charge for that
1: hour? 60.
0: Okay. So here's what I would do. Um, We're in a weird time because we can't really see clients. Right. Um, You know, I don't want to have you offering huge discounts. These are people you've worked with before. I think if you're, if you're doing two things, if you're changing the session length and you're changing the session fee, there's more hurdles for them to get them where you want them to be. So here's, here's how I did it. I only offered two hours. There was no 90 minutes. There was no hour. There was no 30 minutes. And there was no table, cream, glide, or nudity on my menu of services. It was all mat-based, tied two hours. Right. But the clients I had had previously, what I did was, let's say they'd been paying me for like 90 minutes on a table. I say, listen, I really want to push this mat-based work. This is what, really what I love doing. I think for pain and for mobility, it's superior. I know you've not experienced it before, but you're a long-term client of mine. I want to give you a free extra 30 minutes if you'll just work with me on a mat. Okay. All they hear is, Oh, 30 minutes of massage. (laughs) Yes. And then once they try it, one, it's giving you practice. Uh, Two, once they get a two hour session, do they want to get 90 minutes? Right. Or if they get 60 minutes normally, and now they get an hour and a half, do they want to go back to the hour?
1: Probably not,
0: and that's generally the thing. It's like we got to we got to grease the slide with treats and candy at the bottom to get them to slide down willingly. There are going right. to be some of your clients who are just they just so much want to work with you, Julia. They just want the thing that they've always had. I don't think there's anything wrong with having your table so that let's say you have one room, you can break that table down, set down a mat, you know, set the table back up if needed. I yes. wouldn't be advertising table work if that's not what you want to do long-term.
1: Right. I, I feel like table work, cause I mainly do deep tissue. Um, I'm looking at longevity. Yeah. I don't want to be quitting this anytime in the next few years. I want to be able to go longer.
0: I guarantee you, I can do this until I'm dead. It's going to piss off a lot of people, but <laughs> like my body doesn't hurt uh, because right. of the way I work with people. And when it comes right. to deep tissue, um, People always compare the service to what they've had previously. So a client comes in, I used to work in a chiropractor's office. I couldn't really at first sell time massage because nobody knew what it was. Right. I'd say, they'd say, well, I want deep tissue. And I'm like, how about something that's deeper than deep tissue? Ooh, (laughs) well, I'm like, come work with me on this mat and find out. And I would do it. And they're like, oh my God, this was like, wait, wow. This was way more effective than what I've had previously, and that was the thing. Once I did that, it stood out. You're in a small town in Missouri. There is no mat work. I can guarantee you. Is anybody else doing no. mat? Work? Yeah, exactly. Now that I know of. So now you're standout. Now, in addition, here's what's going to happen. You remember how we gave them a little discount? We said, "Hey, we'll yeah. give you 33 minutes." There's right? a, there's a little caveat. They're going to sign a piece of paper that's an AV waiver, audio, video, waiver. I'll give you this, a copy of this inside the subscribers group. Awesome. All it is is it collects their name and email address and phone number and says that you can use their video on your YouTube channel and your promotional materials. I want you to take your phone, put your phone on a tripod, plug it in, and I want you to press Facebook Live while you work on them. Oh, that's awesome. Because that's the promotional materials. You don't have to take this out and make entirely new content and sculpt it and craft it and edit it. And, you know, it's a, no, you just take out your phone and go, hey, I'm Julie. Here's what we're doing today. Whoop, I'm working on Sandy. Sandy, where's your problem? And y'all are laughing. You're putting your knee on her. You're doing whatever. Document that. Here's the, the advantage. If your clients are clothed, you can film and photo document
1: everything. That is Wonderful.
0: And it's like, it doesn't have to be the whole session. It could just be 10 minutes. But if you did that every day, one time, 365 days a year, that's 365 videos a year. In three years, you've got a thousand YouTube videos on your channel just from doing one a day. Does that make sense?
1: That is, that's a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, we can go into more detail about social media. Part of it is you live in a small town. You've yes. probably got a lot of word of mouth. Um, you have, how many children do you have? Four. Oh, four children. Your husband? Yes. Okay. So you got like small little family. You probably have like a good little social network into your local community. Very much so. You talk with them. You shake hands with them. What I want you to do is I want you to stack this on top. Okay. Does it make sense? This yes. is still just connecting with them on Instagram or Facebook or whatever else. Do people ever write you on like Facebook to like schedule an appointment?
1: Yes, they do. A lot of people do.
0: All we want to do is just drive and push that a little more.
1: Okay. Facebook is the main way that people get a hold of me.
0: Then what I want you to do, if Facebook is the main way, I want you to press that button that says Facebook Live. Okay. All it does is harness your phone, your video and audio. We can work on, you know, a laugh mic or some other equipment or lighting or whatever else later, but that's going to give you a good start. And what happens is you're taking the already established clients and drawing them to that. But the people who see these videos, how many people are going to contact you?
1: Man, I don't know. Probably uh, quite slow, a few. Slow
0: at first. Like how many well, people do yeah. you have on your Facebook page?
1: Um. You know, I really can't remember. I think it's 1,300. Oh,
0: 1,300. That's sizable. Yeah, no, that's sizable. So there's only going to be a percentage of those people who are going to see the video. But if they engage with that video, they're more likely to see it the next day. And then so on. You're just building those connections. You're fostering those digital connections on top of the organic ones. That's all. I think that's the absolute easiest way. And here's what happens. Some of the questions are going to fight you. They're going to want the table and here's what happened to me. And I think this might represent what's going to happen to you. You're busy. You will somehow find less and less time to work with them when you get people who want two hour sessions that are mat based. Yes. Because if you, are you, if you do two hours, you're going to see three a day. Yes. And that's it. I mean, unless 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 you wanted to do eight, but here's what happens. It builds an interesting sort of exclusivity. Okay, yeah. Because instead of like 30-minute sessions, and you can see this many people, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out, you're forming deeper bonds with a smaller number of elite clients.
1: I, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. So I think that's the absolute easiest way to transition them and also to promote and share your work. Increasingly, I don't want you to think about fancy video production. I want you to take out your phone, put it on a tripod, press a button hey, I'm Julie. This is what I'm doing. Once we've gotten Facebook, we can start looking at other platforms to just draw more attention. But you're also in a small town. It sounds like you're already doing well. There's just some little tweaks we want to make to draw them towards the sort of practice that you
1: want to have. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) So if I'm trying to remember the questions, there was a question about transitioning them to the mat. There was some stuff about YouTube and there was one other question. Do you remember what that was? Um, I mean, I could pull it up if I, I have to.
1: Think, yeah, I think it was the building more, building more clients, as in what you kind of went over, building more um, of the massage clients. Because, like I said, I what you kind of went over it. Um, I have a very full book, but it's it's very seems very even between hair and massage, so it's hard to get new people in.
0: What's but, your, what's your perfect ratio? Like if you did. 75% massage and 25% hair? Like, what do you want to do?
1: Yeah, I'd probably be good with that. Or, um, I don't know, 60-40, 70-30. I don't know. Well, Just, the good
0: thing is it's your business. And you do It what you is. <laughs> and that you, can, is right. you, can, you can change it, you know, should anything else uh, come up. It should be easy enough to, like, steer them that way. The way I talked about completely, like, if you focus on, it's tied uh, they don't, they don't even know what that means. Like no. they're, they're buying for the reasons they are buying, which is like, are you in pain? Hey, well, let me come, let me come help you. If that's like a good motivator. Right. Um, right. But removing the fiscal part gives you some practice, allows you to keep working at it, develop your chops. So let's say, and I'm going to bring it even further. Cause we're trying to build that client base. Right. Right. So let's say Maud, Maud is one of your clients. Uh Maud sounds like an older name, but anyway. Uh Maud is gonna get that two hour mat-based session. You've given them 30 free minutes. She normally gets a 90 minute. Now it's right. two hours. What I would do is if you really like working with Maud, is I'd say, Maud, listen, I'm learning more about this mat-based work. This is really where I want my practice to go. I think it's gonna save my body. You know, what did you think of it? And she says, This is amazing. This is great. Like, can I get another session? I would sweeten the deal and say, listen, I'll sell you a package of four for the 90-minute price per session for four two-hour sessions. Oh, You just converted this client into a package client. Right. You're giving them that 30-minute discount each time. But what you've done is you've modified their behavior to go right. towards once they've had four or five sessions just of your mat work two hours long, are they going to want to go back to the table?
1: probably not.
0: <laughs> I think that's I would, the easiest way. If you give them multiple factors, um, like I'm, I'm weird about this. When I look at people's menu of services, restaurants are a little bit different, but like when, when I see people's menu of services and they do cranial sacral rate Reiki um, raindrop therapy, shiatsu, like trigger point, they do nine things. Prenatal. What do they do? Well, right. That's, that's the way I always feel. And it's always like, you know, they're like, they tell, they, students ask me, they're like, well, what do you do with so many calls and wants like a table session? I'm like, uh, I don't realize exactly. I got that call. I mean, mm-hmm. my whole website is all, you know, t- map based. Right. There's tons of photos and videos of what I do. People, they look at it and go, what? dude, three hours? What is this guy doing? That would be awesome. What the hell kind of massage is three hours and then it's like $240. He doesn't have anything available for six weeks. Oh my God. Like it creates this image, right? Right. Now it might be COVID, like I'm not working right now, but their perspective on it is like, wow, you know, it's amazing. So that's what I want you to steer them to. If you're willing to, to sacrifice that little bit of time to build where you want to go, I think once you get these clients, here's the other thing that happens. One, you're working with them for a longer amount of time. I think there's more connection with you. Right. Um, it's like you are their therapist at this point. They're also getting a service. They can't go anywhere else to get this.
1: Right. Yeah. Hang on. Sorry. My little one came in. Oh, she's fine. The little girl. Yes. Okay. She's backed out. She made me something. <laughs> so I
0: think that's the easiest, easiest way to go. And then when you asked about YouTube, um, yes. this is what I think is going to be the easiest transition. Okay. On your Facebook business page, you can probably use a desktop or a laptop. You can play that video and bring it almost like full screen or kind of large screen in the upper right-hand corner. There's like three dots. You can click on those three dots, and there's going to be a little menu of options, and one is download. So you're going to download that Facebook Live onto your computer, and then you're going to upload it to YouTube.
1: Well, that's easy.
0: And if it's 10 minutes, you're going to upload it, if you wanted to, to Instagram.
1: Instagram will do 10 minutes.
0: Uh, IGTV will, yeah. Okay. So what you're doing is you're shooting the footage once, but you're reusing it across platforms. Does it make sense?
1: Yes. Yeah. It does make sense. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Now, here's the thing people don't understand. We, I asked in the subscribers group, because I'm always working with you guys to get more information. The way I become a better educator is to help you, is to ask you, what are you having problems with? How can I help you? And then I get more information to be able to, Streamline that educational process. Um, I continue rapidly, like developing curriculum and online infrastructure to help students go through that slide where they go, "Oh man, he's doing map-based clothes on social media." Mark. Wow! Like all the pieces fit together.
1: Yes. The
0: more of that I can automate, it means that it just keeps happening on its own, and it looks like I'm always there to supplement. I always want to have connection with subscribers. But it helps the therapist have a little more framework for what I'm teaching, which is a little bit different than what you learn in massage school. One of the benefits, like when I asked people what they wanted, um, they said Instagram first, which I went over that. But I think YouTube was somewhere in there. Websites was on the bottom. They didn't really seem to care about websites.
1: Yeah, I don't really, I don't know. Websites doesn't seem much. (laughs) Social social media? media.
0: You like social media more? Yes. Why?
1: I feel like there's more people on there. People are yes. using it constantly.
0: Yes. And here's here's the challenge. Your website is what you own. Okay. It's like your brick and mortar. It's yours. Right. The problem with Instagram is they can just change it. The problem with right. your Facebook is they can just kick you off. <laughs> <laughs> right. You too. B- Banned or whatever. Like, you know, all sorts of stuff happens. Here's what I think the therapists don't quite understand. I am very um, biased towards YouTube. Um, the reason I'm biased towards YouTube, even though I don't go viral there, even though I don't have like a massive following, I don't have millions of subscribers and get 10,000 views in a day. Um, right. YouTube is owned by Google. Yes. Because YouTube is owned by Google, It boosts your search engine optimization.
1: Oh, okay.
0: When you take that Facebook video and download it and then upload it to YouTube, we might change the name because if it's coming through Facebook, they already kind of know it's you, it's massage. You can put a title in the description, right? Right. On YouTube, we're going to take the title and description. And here's what I would do. Uh, What
1: town are you in again? Anderson.
0: Anderson, Missouri beyond deep tissue massage the reason i use that title is because i'm trying to get people in anderson missouri who are searching for massage and find you
1: oh okay
0: makes sense because what happens is every youtube video you make is another backlink which means when google sends out spiders across the internet makes a map of the internet it says increasingly that julia is important that people should be paying attention to Julia because Julia is making more content. She's creating more backlinks. She's got more search engine optimization and they deem you to be more professional because you're making video regularly. Okay. Then, so now we're on Facebook. Now we're on YouTube. Now I want you to take this YouTube video. Do you have the capacity to blog on your website? No. (laughs) Who, who started your website or how'd you set it up?
1: Well, my website is actually through my booking system. Okay. So it's not a typical website. Um, I probably need to build a new website.
0: So start with free. Facebook and YouTube are free. Here's what I would right. do. I would take a little bit of your money over time. I would get somebody, go to Facebook, ask some friends, find somebody who can build you a basic template website. If you have to, go to Fiverr, hire someone online. Get okay. them to set you up with a website that is yours, just like this brick and mortar is yours. Now you have a digital component online. Okay. This is yours. I want you to take that YouTube video and write a blog post that goes with the video. Okay. That blog post is more backlinks, it's more search engine optimization, it's more keywords that people are searching on Google. Okay. Does it make sense?
1: Yes, that does make sense. Because
0: the social media and the website and all this stuff is just like juggling. It's like when you first kind of do it, it's like, oh man, like for me, it would be hard. I don't, how do I hold the scissors? Okay. But then I got a color and I got to use a foil and then what's the formula, (laughs) and the color, you know, it's like, it seems complicated, but when you've done it again and again and again, and you've built layers, it's easy to juggle three balls, four, five, but you have to build incrementally in a way that works for you and your business. I don't want you to not build those things because you don't have the perfect website yet. I, don't, I think that's the wrong way to go. This this stuff you can watch YouTube tutorials in a day and figure it out. I guarantee you, this is a really great device. What it does is I press a button and it allows me to transmit information globally. <laughs> <laughs> that's know, val- that is that is valuable. <laughs> <laughs> very very valuable. So, um, Facebook to YouTube. And then onto your website, you have every reason okay. to create video. And let's say all you did for a year is you created Facebook videos, you downloaded them, uploaded them to YouTube. Let's say you had 300 videos. You still don't have a website. You finally get that website built. You have a library of 300 videos to put on your website.
1: That is awesome.
0: You can organize it on YouTube and playlists and go, this is the self care videos. This is the the videos where I show how I work on people with rotator cuff problems. This is how I work on sciatica. You can organize it however you want.
1: So do you think on the websites down the road when I get one? Um, I know there's some options like I think there's one called Wix. Yep. Are those suitable?
0: I or think it's completely suitable. And here's the thing. I want you to look at your website. What kind of car do you have?
1: Um, a Malibu. A Chevy Malibu?
0: Malibu. Okay, Chevy Malibu. So I drive a Honda Accord.: Okay. And a Honda Accord is all I have ever owned. I've had three Honda Accords.: Yes.: Because Honda Accords are a uh, very good resale value. Yes, fairly good gas mileage, yes. and I guarantee you I can get a mechanic to go to a junkyard and pull parts and repair my car. And my car has 275,000 miles. And I just brought it to the mechanic for 700 bucks. And I said, can you give me 25,000 more miles out of this car? And he's like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's awesome. Because the website, if you started it with Wix. Yes. And you pay 50 bucks or whatever it is for their, for their year or whatever. Yeah. It's not a lot more difficult than Facebook. You're just kind of dragging and dropping photos. Right. Where stuff is. They make it as simple as it you know, could be. You could watch YouTube tutorials to show you how to do that. Increasingly, what I want you to do, though, is if you have the money, I think it can be worth it to outsource some things. I am not going to build my own website. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Tell her she's on the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. She's just curious. She's like, what is mom doing?
0: (laughs) So... I think some of those things you can outsource. I think in the beginning, if you're a therapist that doesn't have a lot of money, it makes sense to kind of do some of it on your own on the fly as best you can. Yeah. But I think also you could find somebody locally who would probably be willing to help you in a, a downturned economy where it's like, I need a website. And they could just set you up with something and just show you how to drag and drop You know what you need. I don't have any emotional investment in how mm-hmm. you handle that. Um, I just think that long-term you do want a website because you want to create backlinks to your website from your YouTube to your Facebook and other social media channels and platforms.
1: Right. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. You're getting me motivated. (laughs) I'm pretty excited. Good.
0: Uh, The therapist, the therapists, I mean, I got plans here. Like the subscribers pay $7 a month. The first month is free.
1: Yes. And it's like, how
0: much would a massage school cost you? Do you remember?
1: Then like almost 13 years ago, um, probably like 10,000.
0: Okay. So if I can help you, you pay $10,000 for a, a massage schooling to get your license. If I can teach you what I do for seven bucks a month and you make a hundred thousand dollars a year in private practice, how are you going to feel about my subscription?
1: That would be so amazing. Oh. Oh, I think <laughs> your subscription's a very good value. <laughs>
0: oh, the thing is, is, is like, values determined by the students it does not it's not me it's not what I think about it it's what students get out of it and I keep going can I give them more can I give them more can I give them more I literally fight staff because they're like you have to stop giving stuff away for free and I'm like that's how I get people to pay for stuff and they're like that doesn't make any sense like you have to you have to run them through a funnel and I'm like okay we are running them through a funnel the seven dollars is the tripwire." Hey, right. hey. this is Willy Wonka's chocolate slide guys <laughs> when I give people more value and I get students who eventually come into our group and say oh my god I made like an extra 10 grand at six months doing this and I go how do you feel about your seven dollar a month subscription well worth it if I get a hundred of those that's game over it's done like, I don't you know what I mean. Like, we have other problems <laughs> at that point. The issue is I'm skewering uh, both in my private practice where I used video to draw people into my story to get clients. I'm doing the same thing now with students. I'm showing them what we're doing. I'm showing them the humanity of working with people in chronic pain. I'm showing them a map based practice they've not seen before. I'm showing them how to use social media to reach out to people in video or podcasts. I'm showing the kind of behind the scenes to help the students understand that they can do this on their own. I don't own the brick and mortar. I can't give you a job in Missouri, right? But I can sort of sell you the template or a piece of the template and sort of do online interactive um, education. You can apprentice with me, so to speak, at a distance in Missouri, and I never talked to you before tonight.
1: Yes. What I'm saying
0: is, it's interesting to me because I asked you earlier, like if you had studied map-based work with another teacher, it's been amazing to me to see how many subscribers we have. They've never taken a map-based class and they're jumping into this, having never, never, set foot in a class with a teacher in person because the work is so rare at this point that I I basically felt forced online to just know that it exists.
1: I didn't even know. I think you were the first that I've ever seen of it. So I didn't know it was such a thing. (laughs)
0: And it exists in Southeast Asia. It's just really weird for a Scott Irish guy from South Louisiana. (laughs) So I just keep building that. Um, I think we fairly succinctly covered, you know, that the easiest way is to give them, sweeten it with a little bit of a time discount. Um, Right. It's like you're charging them the same, but you're giving them free extra 30 minutes to get them in. I would use the AV waiver, try to film little bits and pieces of it at least. So you've got some social media content to put out. You can download that from Facebook and put it on your YouTube channel and then somehow work on the website. So you can eventually get that on the website. Creating those links is going to help. Did you have other specific issues? Cause I wanted to go into your hairdressing stuff as well.
1: That's all I can think of.
0: Okay. So the hairdressers that work for you are completely independent contractors Yes. Okay. When you deal with them, um, I don't have a lot of experience with staff, Um, 1099 or employees or or however the IRS defines that. Um, I'm still kind of working that out as a business owner. Right. Do you have generally good interactions with the hairdressers that rent from you?
1: Yes. um, We're extremely, you mean like, how we are like a yeah. friendship wise. So In other words,
0: is it like a real top down like do what I tell you or is it sort of they
1: just pay rent and everybody gets along oh they pay rent and it's like it's almost like we're family are they open to business advice I'm sure yes okay
0: yeah. so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna open this up how many hairdressers do you have work in there
1: only two right now I only have four okay. stations total it's a smaller salon or a smaller
0: so you salon. said you had two but then what was the four
1: I have four stations,
0: four stations. Okay. So one, the other thing is I want you to fill these stations, but here's how we're going to do it. Are you ready? (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) So in your case, um, I'm trying to think about what to do about this because whatever you put on video is what you want to draw people into. Right. Now we talked about you taking out your camera and filming sessions the yes. problem is, if you take out your camera and film the hairdressing part, they're going to see that and want to come see you for hair appointments. Yes. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to create a re- reality TV program at your hair salon. Can you get those hairdressers to put their phone on a tripod and which eat with each client? The client okay. gets ten minutes. They're going to press a button on Facebook Live. They're going to go Facebook Live to their own business page or your business page or their whatever, and basically, it's like. Shit talk central.
1: <laughs> you know, it's so funny because yeah. this has crossed my mind before. Like yeah. it's almost like you're confirming it because it's crossed my mind several times, probably over the past couple of years. I even thought about just having Facebook Live just going all the time at the salon.
0: Even if you started small, you just, the hairdresser can look at their appointment and go, John, John is hysterical. We have to give John a platform. And then Marie, oh, dude, Marie is so inspirational. She's a church member. You know, she'll want to talk about Jesus or whatever. Give them the spotlight and then just explain to them what you're doing. And just all you're doing is their hair. You're still just the hairdresser's just doing
1: their hair. Right.
0: The people get a window into your little community. What's going to happen is it's going to help build that hairdresser's business and notoriety, but you can share some of that stuff like across platform. Do you see how? From like yes. one Facebook page to the other and back and forth. Right. You want to be the talk of the town. You want people to engage. So here's the thing. You're using, let's say your Facebook business page to promote Marie. Right. And then is Marie going to share that with her friends and family so they can see when, where she was getting her hair done?
1: Yes. So good.
0: Media. That's good stuff yes social media i've told massage therapists this, and i was i'm completely serious about this i cut my teeth teaching yoga in a nursing home and then i noticed over time um, i was also a hospice volunteer years ago and what i noticed was the elderly were cloistered in this building where it was like they were all watching each other die Uh it's just not you know it's like they don't get a lot of quality touch They don't get people, I mean, it's not that the nurses and the staff don't care, because they do. They're very heart-centered people, typically, who choose, they don't go into that for the money. But the thing is, it's like, if you're one nurse, and you've got, like, 20 or 30 people, you have time to change diapers, not deliver quality contact. Does it make sense? Right,
1: yes. But here's the thing,
0: if you were a massage therapist that worked on that population, if you went into that facility and took your phone on a tripod and worked with Grace, and said grace listen i'm going to press a button on my phone and we're going to make a little video with you i would like you to tell me about your life while i work on your hands and arms and grace is going to get some touch for free cuz you're just giving this away to connect with her she's going to tell you how her husband died in world war 2 she's or, or you know years later after world war 2 and she had kids whatever her story is because right. They don't get a chance to talk about themselves unless it's to other people of their age. But as, as, a, as a community builder, as a, a heart builder, what does it look like now that you have documented these people's stories in that nursing home? Charlie is alive, and he was a World War II vet. He stormed the damn beach at Normandy, and he gets to tell his story on your Facebook. People are so drawn into that heartfelt story. It's not even about massage at that point. Right. But do you see the connection between the two? I do. Yeah. It's it's not just business. It's really this. This is the stuff that people connect with on social media. Like if you, if you worked on, if you were a cat person and you went down and like to the the place, to the pound or whatever the clinic was, and basically you massage the cats, the ones that aren't feral and crazy. And then you basically talked to the workers and you use your Facebook Live to promote people, you know, fostering cats.
1: Yes, you're it's, touching.
0: It's, it's forming connections with people personally and then stacking the digital on top. When you do both, that's the biggest bang. If you put that video and it's like, you know, foster cats, is it, is it Anderson? Yes. Yeah, and Anderson foster cats Anderson, Missouri, and they're like, what the hell does this have to do with massage? <laughs> <laughs> but you're but you're drawing a different backlink from a different keyword. Makes sense?
1: Right, yes, that makes sense.
0: Teach the hairdressers to do that. Teach them to use social media to boost the notoriety of your place and fill those two other seats. Here's okay. what's going to happen. I want you to get to the point. I'm, I'm completely serious about this. People think I'm crazy, but it's like, I, I know this works, but you can't get small businesses to open up because we're afraid of change. We want to maintain status quo the way we used to do it. And I'm like, no, if you have four chairs, is it in one main room? Yes. Now, you're going to hire a camera guy. Once everybody's doing it, the camera guy is going to set up on a tripod and He's going to move around the room and he's going to document different hairdressers at different times from different angles. And he's going to, without, without being uh, intruding, he's going to set up multiple cameras from angles so he can press buttons and just flip camera angles and come in for like a close-up of how they're doing the foil and cutting hair. Wow. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now you're going, to live stream, <laughs> you're going to live stream and upload video in massive amounts about what you're doing. But here's the thing. People are going to connect with the stories. Okay. Your mom, was it your daughter that came in? Yes. What's your daughter's name? Josie. Josie. You're mm-hmm. going to give Josie the phone and say, Josie, listen, I need you to film mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to shake the camera and everybody else home is going to be like,
1: oh, that's so cute.
0: She had her daughter. <laughs> your story. That's what you're doing. When right. I talk about that building, I don't want to overwhelm you with like so many pieces that it seems like, um, you know, going from like learning your ABCs to Harvard is too, right. too far, too fast. But I think you can see the steps progressively to building to that point.
1: I can. Yes. Yes. But it's it's
0: yeah. fun. I cut my teeth in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'll tell my story. So I started working at a spa. It was owned by this guy named Cliff. Uh, Very flaming uh, gay guy in Baton Rouge loved Cliff. We kind of clashed sometimes, but uh, it was called the Beauty Box, and it was Cliff and another hairdresser who were a little bit older, some uh, gay guys, and then Kate. And Kate was like an anarchist man. I still talk to Kate. Like she, you know, was just lived in New York for a while. (laughs) Like just you know, she looked at me at one point. She's like, "Don't you think it's bullshit that people own property?" Like kind of (laughs) criticizing private property ownership. And I was like, you know. Like, how old was I? Like 26 at the time or whatever. So this group of hairdressers, like they had all their individual little stories. But if I could have turned on a camera and shown the public what our facility looked like, business would have
1: boomed. Yes.
0: Because it was everybody's story. It was was the interaction about this up and coming gay man trying to get his building a business, you know, living his life the way he wanted. Right. And Kate trying to put her life back together, you know, and whatever from being in New York. And then, um, well, just various stories. Right. That sort of thing is what draws people in and I think gives a certain heart resonance to your business. They can go get their hair done anywhere. Right. They can go to get a massage anywhere, but they can't go see you. Yes. And they can't choose you if they don't get to see you to begin with.
1: That totally makes sense. So I looked at myself
0: and I've been fired from a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you picked that up or not. Um, <laughs> I understood at a certain point, okay, Robert, you're a white guy. You're abrasive. You're verbally just, you know, you'll just say anything, you know, all these sort of negatives in a way. And I went, listen, I'm good at helping people with physical pain and mobility. If I can do this and do it well, I can turn on that phone and show people exactly who I am. And they will come in and listen to a a three hour Grateful Dead show while I work on it. And they don't care about the music. And they know I'm loud. I'm going to curse at some point, laugh with them or whatever. Like my heart centered is there. I just, I wasn't going to be a guy who worked in a cubicle by any. Oh yeah. No, it me just, either. Was not, was not going to work for me, but here's what happened. You realized in my area, there's 1.6 million people in the greater Austin area. Most of those people have no idea who I am. Right. Most of those people have absolutely no idea who I am. I've been running time Size jam for eight years, putting out video, but here's what happens. Enough new that. I made money and I became more arrogant. <laughs> and I made money and got more opinionated. And I made got because the more success I had at it, it was like, but who uh, who is this guy I think he is? And I'm like, I'm an asshole with a smartphone. <laughs> That's what I am. And I learned how to use it. Being able to do that means you draw the clients that you want to work with. And you don't have to settle for 30 minute sessions, if that's not what you want to do. I see this with students constantly. They always, I go, what do you, what kind of session? they are like, two hours. I'm like, so don't, don't even put an hour and a half on your menu. And they're like, Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) Like we can do that. You you can't, you can't. I'm like, well, you can't sell (laughs) a Porsche if you're not confident enough to think that people will come and buy it. Right. There are people who can afford that. One of the other things is, depending on where you are, you're going to have to be mindful of, like, cost issues. Right. Because if you do really long sessions like I do, they're three hours. People did this to me all the time. They're like, oh, massage therapists would tell me this in class. They're like, that is absurd. (sighs) People aren't going to pay $240. Like, they would complain about a class fee. The class would be $400 for, like, three days. And they were kind of, you know, classes are high. And I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, I made this yesterday. And they're like, oh my God. Because they're making $25 an hour working for someone else. Whenever they see $400 ticket, they're thinking about how many sessions they have to do. And it's like, no, there is no boss who takes a cut. I pay the feds because they need their tax money. But the rest of it comes to me. Right. Then here's the thing. The longer my sessions got, the more expensive the fee was because these are longer had to be compensated for my time. I ran an event called time massage, Jam. It cost $5. If you were a massage therapist, you could come study with me every Thursday night for like seven years for five bucks.
1: Oh, that would have been amazing.
0: And if you didn't have five bucks,
1: I don't, it doesn't matter. Just come in.
0: And they would still complain about, Oh, but it's not a CE class. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> and then if a client would call some a potential client would call uh, this happened with a, a young lady at our jam. Uh, she talked to me. She found out about me from someone, you know, again, networking, right? Like she knew about me and she said, I have no money. And I'm like, Oh, I can do like a discount. And she's like, no, I have $25,000 in medical bills.
1: Oh.
0: And I yeah. said, listen, just come to the time and size jam. I'll work on you. She's like, what? And I explained to her briefly what it was. She showed up <laughs> 20, like 20 minutes early to the first jam. And then every week for like six weeks, she showed up and I worked on her for an hour. Because I chose the specific time to like, give it away to demonstrate it, to show it off
1: right. Right,
0: to video record, to continue building.
1: So you were getting something out of it at the same time.
0: Always, always. The therapists sometimes don't want to give away their labor. And I totally understand that. I think, you know, we have to create a valuable service that people want. But there is a point at which your cup is overflowing and you, you're able to give back in some way. Right. Um, if people called me, and this has happened before, somebody called me they were 22 years old, they've been in a car accident. How do I feel about 22-year-olds who were in a car accident? Because I was a 22-year-old who got in a car
1: accident. Oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: And I was like, man, listen, just come in. I'll just film the sessions. I'll just do a couple, see if I can help you. He's like, "What? You mean for free?" And I go, "Yeah, you've, you've got a problem. He can't afford it. <laughs> how's right. well? I mean, we're in the middle of you know quarantine right now, but how's yes. healthcare in
1: America?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here,
0: but here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get a tribe of people like you to run time-sized jams all over America, so that, that manual therapy amazing. is available. We have to teach people what we do. The benefit is people have their clothes on and we can film and photo document everything.
1: That's amazing. That's a whole new ballgame.
0: It's yeah. It's not even remotely the same. The the challenge is, is like people haven't seen it, but the way that you do it is just to do it like the way I have and just film it and just keep doing it obsessively until it just grows. I mean, they think, you know, an idiot or a maniac or insane, but it's like, so here's what happens. So people who are broke are insane, but people who are rich are eccentric. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and the goal is to be eccentric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh did you have any questions about that specifically or like any other questions that came up as we chatted?
1: I can't really think of any. I feel like you've nailed pretty much every everything I was kind of questioning. Um then I just need to dig in more to the Thai Massage and, yeah. and learn more of it and, and get it started.
0: Yeah, just do it. Um, do you have a mat?
1: I don't. Um, what do you recommend?
0: So um, when we're done with this, I'll, I'll give you a link. There are specific mats that I use in my um, sessions right now that I give off, get off of Amazon. They're gymnastics mats. They are $150 for two mats that connect and make a huge mat. Um, They're extremely good. They are vinyl. So if you worked on like athletes who were sweaty or something, you could just wipe them down. You don't even have to put sheets on them if you don't want to. They're extremely light, extremely portable. It's 150 bucks. Like it costs nothing. Um, But definitely padding. The padding is for you, not so much the client. Um, If you want it to be a little more plush, you could put down several blankets. Um, Since you're in Missouri, it gets a little bit colder in the winter. You can always put down like a a heated blanket um, as a layer. So it'll heat up from the ground up so that people feel comfortable um, when the temperature is cooler because they're on the floor. Right. Right. So Otherwise, yeah, just, you know, take the bull by the horns. It's really a matter of practice and figuring out what you like. I try not to steer students just mat-based. I mean, that's kind of where I'm going, but I don't right. really feel like if they're working on a table at substandard, it's like, no, we start you here and we just keep adding tools and allow you to pick where along that, you know, slide you want to be. Some people feel very happy with a half table, half map practice. It really just depends on what you want to do.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That's a lot to think about. Yeah. I'll be curious to see once I get going with the mat, just I really think I'm going to like it. I really do. I may eventually want to just do totally all that.
0: Yeah. I mean, and again, it's your practice. It's like hair. Um, what do you like doing in hair?
1: Um, Coloring, coloring. being artistic, yeah. balayage.
0: And then yeah. do, you, do you get a chance to, to pick that? Uh, Kate, because Kate is a friend, you know, the, the anarchists, um, yes. Kate liked working on people with crazy colors, like blue and just weird Mohawk. And, you know, she yeah. was a little more flamboyant in what she wanted to do a little more artsy, but yes. that's what I think as an artist, you should do, even as a body worker, you know, don't settle for what other people think your practice should be. I really want you to create the service that you want and that you want to give clients,
1: whatever that is. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you got to be happy in what you're doing. And if you're doing what somebody else wants to do, then yeah, you may not be happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely, you definitely want to build, you know, the practice that you want. Um, I'm trying to think specifically if there's anything else, I mean, we covered Facebook and then YouTube and then like the video production. Um, I love this stuff. I'd say right now, if I was in Missouri. Yes. Uh, I would be your camera guy. Okay. (laughs) I would wind up showing up, (laughs) bugging everybody, running around with my phone and the camera, filming stuff and uploading and everybody's like, man, what is this guy doing? (laughs) I would love it. (laughs) But but the thing is like, if you get your team involved as a joint venture, you're smiling. You know, it's like, that's what I want from them as well. I want you all working as a team going, Oh, wow. (laughs) This is like, she's promoting our business, but we're promoting her business. And it's like, right? because what happens is new people who see this friends and family of so-and-so the people who are in the videos, getting their hair done are more likely. If you tag them in the videos, they're more likely to share it with their friends and family. Yes. So they can Definitely. see those hairdressers so they can see your body work. Does it make sense?
1: Yes. You've like totally opened my eyes up to a whole because new like, area. The, the
0: big thing about hair is do, do people, how often do you get people who search on the internet looking for a hairdresser?
1: Um. Well, most of them know me <sighs> living in such a small place. And what I everybody
0: does, even in Austin, they'll go to Facebook. I see it. They go on Facebook and they go, oh, I have curly hair. Who do you guys see? You, my curly headed friends and they'll tag like three people with curly hair and say, who do you see? Cause they don't right. want, they don't want Yelp. They don't want a Google review. They want a, a friend who there's a connection and right. that's what you're trying to foster, but you're trying to add this as an element.
1: Yes. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I think, you know, for me, that's the, that's the fun part. Um, trying to get other businesses to understand that. And, and Austin is a tech hub. If I if I recommend what I just recommended to you, every facility in town, block 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 block, they they're like this this no this guy's an anarchist like we can't no <laughs>
1: we can't
0: he's, do this he's promoting chaos <laughs> 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 but it's fun the thing when I saw you smile about it you know it's like I want I want to see what the shampoo looks like yes. You know, it's like, I want to see, you know, the client, you know, tell their story. Jim works with like cars. He's a mechanic and he's like, oh, everybody brings a car in they're putting salt on the roads and it's eating up the, the under, the underside of the car <laughs> whatever it is he complains about, you know, it's that sort of thing. It's like, it's also using it in the sense where let's say Jim is a mechanic. He's getting his hair cut. Can Jim promote his business as a mechanic through your channel?
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: Because what you're doing is you're trying to connect with other local businesses. Right. If you help people with their business, like what do they think about you?
1: Yes. Oh man. They'll be spreading the word about me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is when I try to help local businesses, they always i don't know they 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 respond almost negatively like it's just like wait this is too no this guy is this is the internet there's no control who owns this and you have every advantage to take advantage of the fact like how many massage therapists in your area make any video at all
1: um in my area none nobody
0: how many hairdressers in your area make any video at all none so You get one of them. What's one of the hairdresser's names who's likely to do tutorials? You're going to show people how to take care of their own hair. Who's that hairdresser?
1: That would most likely be the one to do that. It would actually be me.
0: Okay. So here's what you do. In addition, I want you to take specific clients and make specific tutorials talking to the camera and saying, listen, Lisa has extremely curly hair, I'm going to talk to you about how I deal with this um, to be able to shape it in just such a way. And then also do you sell products? Do you sell like creams, conditioners? and? I don't. Okay. So a lot of yeah. hairdressers do because they make a lot of money uh, selling retail in addition. Right. You could also be recommending those products. Uh, and again, right. if it's, if it's, I only want you to go so far in selling hair related stuff because that's not what you're trying to build. It sounds like you're more on the massage end, but you can understand right. the value of providing educational tutorials. Right.
1: Hang on. Now I've got two kids in here. The iPad is. No, I don't. They're looking for the iPad. <laughs>
0: they always are. You can get the kids to do the camera work. Trust me. They'll figure it out. Like,
1: no, mom, you just press these buttons. So
0: is there anything else that I can help you with specifically?
1: Um, I, I feel like you've answered everything that I can think of at the moment. Okay. I mean, once I get farther into learning more of the map based business, I'm sure I'll be coming up with more questions for you down the road.
0: I, I think you'll be surprised at how many people convert over. This, right. if you get them here and you, you build your chops, speaks for itself. So the difference is when you come in with an elbow, yes. how, how sharp is that compared
1: to a knee? I would think a whole lot sharper, your elbow. And then how yeah. much more pressure can you put behind a knee? A lot more pressure.
0: You can kneel on people. And that's a weird thing for massage therapists. They're not familiar with this, but man, I kick people's ass up and down my mat. I have to scrape them off of my mat after three hours. They're like, dude, this shit is amazing. I I don't even fucking know what this is. Like Jesus Christ, dude, I don't even feel like the same person. Right? And you go, oh cool, I'm I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you had a positive experience. <laughs> and they'll go, Robert, why why isn't this everywhere? This is amazing. And I go, because massage therapists keep telling me it's not massage. Right. It's just a broader tool set.
1: It's just a different, yeah. Just a broader tool set.
0: I can use my legs. I can use my feet. I can use multiple points of contact. I can use more body weight and leverage if it's warranted. Sometimes it's real gentle. Sometimes it's not much more than working on Maude's hand and like tractioning skin and like multiple points of contact and and stuff. Real gentle.
1: So some people that don't um, like super deep pressure, this still works for them as well.
0: Yes. Um, it's one of the things I think is most confusing to students because in marketing, I talk about the fact that you can do these deep compressions. I'm a big fan right. of deep compressions. When I talk about deep compressions, the problem is massage therapists, the biggest tool they have is this.
1: Right. Yes.
0: Uh, not only is the biggest tool I have not this, it's yeah. either my knee or a foot or my tukus. I use suspension and do double footed compressions and stand on people. Hey, how are you doing? You're Yay. famous. You're gonna be all over the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> what happens is the massage therapists are operating with the parameters they're familiar with and I'm introducing a wider set of parameters. It would be like having just a little bitty paintbrush for detailed work. Right. And I go, why don't you have a, you know, a wider brush? And then you get to a spray. Oh, that.
1: you froze. You're
0: frozen. Having a sprayer is a very different thing. Make sense? Are you there?
1: Yeah, just some issues with the internet connection. (laughs) I didn't hear what you
0: (laughs) said. I was just having problems with the internet connection. You still there?
1: Yes, I am.
0: So, having a paint spray is different than having this little bitty brush.
1: Yes. What I'm
0: doing is adding more tools to their arsenal, which at a certain point it starts to break down because they're like, this is, oh my God, this is not what I was taught to do in school. And I go, okay, well, I make a living doing this. And my clients tell me this is amazing. And my business is growing and I think I can scale this out globally to people who really. You know, want to help people. The difference is I can do decompressions compressions with Jim. He's a mechanic. He's a plumber. He's got sciatica when he needs it. I can, I can rough him up if I need to. Right. When I have clients who are smaller of stature, one, I don't have to use suspension at all. Um, if I was working on your daughter, it's more like grabbing around her arm and going, hey, do you like this direction or do you like that direction? It's kind of like pulling skin around her arm and she's like, Ooh, that feels good. And I kind of go this right. way. This is just as much as powerful. It has just as deep physiological neurological underpinnings in the nervous system, but your daughter doesn't need the same amount of pressure. Right. The challenge is when I have massage therapists, especially women who are like a buck 10 dripping wet, how do they work on a 300 pound guy with this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which brought up another thing. Yeah. So, so people that are larger, you can still work on them just the same as people that are tiny.
0: I think they're easier. Okay. The big burly, like, dude, if like, oh man, people have told me specifically, they're, you need to work on athletes. If you worked on athletes, you'd be famous, bro. If you, if you had people, if you had some linebacker come and you just kicked his ass up and down your mat and put that shit on social media, you'd be famous, Because I I don't have to work. I'm 200 pounds, uh, 190, 200, somewhere in there. When I stand on someone, that's 200 pounds of weight distributed through my feet. Right. But my feet are big and broad. Like that's a different, you know, set of parameters. But when a guy feels that, it's it's not like, ah, they can't quite use enough pressure. That's not the sense they get. They're like, oh, dude, right there. Oh. (laughs) And I'm like a little bit this way or a little bit, oh, did the up, oh, God. (laughs) You know, that's where that guy tackled me and I had a problem or whatever. Um, The larger clients are where suspension and like deeper compressions help even more in my experience. The difference is I'm always working with the client and what they can accept. The communication is first and foremost. Um, I may build up to something that people think, you know, well, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that suspension and all this deep, deep compression. And maybe that's the case, but some people also, they don't have any parameters for a knee or a foot. Right. It's not the same art. Like I'm basically teaching Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to an industry full of boxers.
1: That, yeah. It's
0: not, the, it's not the same sport. I, I know no. we, we might operate on the same license, but it ain't the same. It's
1: like totally different.
0: So in the end, doing something that stands out, that gives you more options, that saves your hands, help people with pain and mobility. I think for pain and mobility specifically, it's more effective. It's also deeply relaxing, but I don't really focus on that in my marketing. Um, as a guy right. in particular, it was very fix-it oriented. It was like uh, that
1: thing you said. Sorry. Uh,
0: I was very fix it oriented in my practice. Okay. People, when I worked in a chiropractor's office, they would say, What kind of massage do you do? And I'd say, Wrong question. Where do you hurt? Oh, well, I hurt. Cool. Take off your shoes, lay down the table, and i move you around, see where we're going to work. Didn't say anything about time massage because if you said time massage in Central Texas, you'd already lost them. <laughs> they didn't know what it was i don't right. i don't understand what this hippie is doing like and i'm like once i got that guy on the mat he was like dude this is the bomb <laughs> like, what is this this is amazing yeah. and, and then everything started to, to flourish make sense
1: yeah you just had to throw him right into it without them knowing what necessarily yeah yeah it's I a different it's- you know it's like
0: uber is not a taxi company right but it solves a transportation problem exactly what i'm teaching isn't really what most people think of as massage but it'll solve a pain problem if it's musculoskeletal right that's what the issue is if i could do that uh do you ever watch house
1: no i don't really watch tv
0: okay I don't have time. There was an episode of House that totally summed up my life, and I didn't realize it. So I'd watch House, and House is kind of based on Sherlock, but he's just a jerk and he takes opiates and, you know, whatever. And then House talked about this guy. He modeled his medical practice off a guy who was Ainu. The Ainu were the indigenous people in Japan. And he's somehow on a show or a TV or a movie or in person saw this guy. The guy was, I knew he was a horrible drunk. He smelled bad, but he was such a good doctor that they needed him. So they tolerated him being a jerk and tolerated him being an alcoholic. And I went, oh my God, that's me. (laughs) It's like, they got to tolerate me because they're in pain and nobody's doing what I'm doing. (laughs) But that was how I, you know, branded me. Like I knew for instance, my business website was robertgardnerwellness.com. Yes. If you wanted to work with a woman, you aren't going to come to me. You got a beard. They knew who they were working with. They could see who they were working with. They can connect to who they were working with and they could connect with that story. If that's what they really wanted to do. And I said, Hey, I was in chronic pain. I did my best to keep myself off of heroin. This is where I wound up I work on chronic pain and mobility. Ooh. Yeah. I want to go see this guy. He sounds like he knows what he's doing for this specifically. So yes. it, was like, it was like a mechanic who just worked on Hondas. He already had Honda parts. He already knew how to work on Hondas. He already knew that the, the uh, CV joints would go bad after so many
1: thousand miles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Made yourself valuable in a certain area.
0: In others a, are. very In a very specific niche where people needed it. Um, like I did the first uh, CE class on carpal tunnel. Now I work in Austin. It's a great tech area. How many people, right. like I, I remember I used to talk about this in class. I would ask people what their target market was. And they would just, oh, why does he, uh, we came here to learn body work? Why does he talk about all this business stuff? And then they would get frustrated and go, well, what's your target market? And I'd go, men in the tech industry who make over $100,000 a year and have carpal tunnel syndrome. And they were like, oh my God, that's so specific. But here's the thing. In Austin, how many guys... Make over 100k a year and have problems with their hands and arms, right? And once you skewer one and get his office mates, you're done because they can they can keep seeing you, right? Because they're they're got to code. They got to keep you know.
1: Yeah, they got to keep working.
0: They got to keep doing it. And when I help them with their hands and arms, they don't understand that they're having pain here that's coming from these muscles. They don't. Wow, it all makes sense. Like these forearm extensors are like pulling across the wrist joint, causing some inflammation or pain or whatever they're dealing with. Being able to skewer that market and having like a specific niche helped me tailor that message. Does
1: that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. So kind of figuring out what, I mean, like most of my clients, it's neck pain. Mm -hmm.
0: And then, if it's neck pain, why are they having neck pain?
1: Honestly, I think it's working on the computer most of the time. I don't think they have what they need high enough, and or it's the phones. I mean, we're or looking some, down all the time. Yeah,
0: or some combination. You know, it's it just educating and then targeting those people. Um, I tend to get right. students to like. Uh, well, I did the carpal tunnel class first because I wanted to help the therapist because there's some self-care stuff because the therapists are hurting their hands doing table-based massage. Then in the foundation's drip course, it's upper back and neck. Upper back and neck is 80% of everything I saw from the beauty box of Baton Rouge, Louisiana to 18 years later in Austin. They come in and say, I have upper back and neck pain. They'll come see me in a jam. And they're like, oh, you had upper back and neck pain? Give me an hour. And they're like, What? I I just kicked their ass and they're like oh my god yes. dude this is wow like this is so much more effective than the massage I get and I'm like oh, okay yeah uh yeah I wish I could get massage service to do it
1: <laughs> let me just get all them convinced
0: <laughs> it just takes time just takes time But uh, yeah, just manifest your dreams, document as you go. Um, You're a subscriber. If you have other questions at all, feel free to reach out at any time. Um, Also, if you have uh, questions, when you ask in the group, everybody else gets to see those answers or how I interact with you to get more information. So we kind of get to grow as a clan, as a community.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool.
0: So are we good for tonight?
1: I think so. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let me go ahead and uh, stop the recording. I'm going to uh, allow you real quick. Can you uh, tell them where they can find you again?
1: Um, Southern Roots Hair and Massage Boutique um, on Facebook is the best place to find me. Okay. And then um, Instagram is just hair. I don't have massage on there. And that is um, hair by Julia T or hair by Julia Townsend. Okay.
0: And you can add more massage stuff over time.
1: I'm thinking about starting a separate Instagram just for a massage. Okay. Or would it be better to keep the two together?
0: No, that's totally up to you. If you want to manage two accounts, I'm real easygoing. They were like, "Do you have a business account? Do you have a personal account?" And I'm like, "It's all business. It just looks personal." <laughs> it's all business, I know. It's I know, all right. Interconnections and whatever. Yes, so again, I'm a uh, Robert Gardner. This was Julia Townsend in Anderson, Missouri. You can look her up to get a session. Again, I'm Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you decide that you want to pick up a DVD set workbooks, uh, get on our subscription service, that subscription service is completely free. And during the quarantine, I'm trying to roll out some additional CE credits and various stuff for subscribers. So feel free to go ahead and go to my website, robertgardnerwellness.com. You can go in the store to sign up for that subscription service. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you again soon.